Kaya Vineyard and Winery announces its third annual Jeep show, Jeeps in the Vines, on Saturday, April 20th, 2019 from 11 to 5 p.m. at 5400 Town Creek Road in Dahlonega, Georgia. Beautiful Dahlonega, Georgia. Jeep owners, Jeep lovers, families, dogs, they're all welcome to enjoy live music, great food, and unique Jeeps at the third annual Jeep show presented by Kaya Vineyard and Winery. Guests are welcome to shop from specialty vendors, participate in contests and raffles, and explore Kaya's Vineyard through our Jeep Vineyard Trail Ride. For just $25, register your Jeep in the Jeep Show and receive a swag bag with a free t-shirt, a koozie, stemless wine glass, trail ride token, and complimentary parking. Registered Jeeps are asked to arrive at 10 a.m. You don't drive a Jeep? Well, join us as a guest with $5 parking and enjoy in-house barbecue, wine, and beer available to purchase during the show. And Kaya wants your art to make the event shine. Artists and graphic designers of all ages are encouraged to participate in our Jeep Show logo contest. The winning design will be showcased on all event t-shirts. Plus, the contest winner and their three chosen guests will receive a free night stay in a newly renovated cabin at Dahlonega Resort and Vineyard as well as four food tickets for the day of the event. Pretty cool, huh? Please submit contest entries to marketing at kayavineyards.com. That's marketing at kayavineyards.com. That's K-A-Y-A, vineyards.com. Kaya has also partnered with TLC Humane Society to sponsor dog and cat, cat adoptions throughout the event and accept donations. Cash and check donations are welcome, as well as treats, toys, towels, and laundry soap. Last year, over $1,500 was raised to help our furry friends, and multiple loads of goods were driven back to the shelter. Event will be held rain or shine. Vineyard Trail will be canceled or may be canceled if inclement weather occurs. No refunds will be given. And let me tell you, Dahlonega is a beautiful place for those of you that are interested in, in, in going to this event. It's a lot of fun, and it's, it's all day from 11 to 5 p.m. Uh, great food, great music. It's something you don't want to miss. That's at Kaya Vineyard and Winery, and that's 5400 Town Creek Road, Dahlonega, Georgia. You can also visit their website at kayavineyards.com. That's K-A-Y-A vineyards.com. Well, hello everybody. You are listening to Throwback, a country music podcast, and I am your host, Britt Jones. Today, it's all about a throwback to the year 1994, and we are going to focus on the duo that was sweeping the nation, selling millions of records. That's Brooks and Dunn. We'll look at Brooks and Dunn in 1994. We're also going to take a look at the ACM Awards that year and the CMA Awards that year and just kind of relive some of those glory days of country music in the 90s. How many of you remember the magazine Country Weekly? You know, you would go through the grocery store line, you'd always see that magazine called Country Weekly on the shelves, and it always had a, uh, each issue, of course, had a different artist. Uh, that they were featuring, and and all that good stuff. Well, 
I decided to go back into the archives of Country Weekly Magazine, and I found an article that uh, stood out to me from November 1st, 1994, and that was Brooks and Dunn. And the title of it was Country Music's Number One Duo Keeps Their Feet on the Ground. I know a lot of you listening listening today, uh, you grew up on Brooks and Dunn. You grew up on their music. Uh, they were one of the mainstays of country radio back in the 90s. And now they are back at it. They are... Uh, they are back on the road, touring. They're doing the Vegas show with Reba. Um, So it's really good to see them back together, doing what they do best. But I wanted to read this article, and it kind of paints a picture for uh, for what was going on in 1994 with country music and for the hottest duo at the time, Brooks and Dunn. So here we go. After three years as country music's hottest duo, has Brooks and Dunn got two big heads? Not on your life. We're both way we're both way too realistic and neurotic about this business to assume for a second that stardom has set in, Ronnie Dunn told Country Weekly when the pair visited our Nashville offices on Music Row. We haven't started having fun with it yet. We don't take any of that stuff for granted. I get lectured by my wife all the time to slow down and enjoy it. Three years ago, I was looking for change in a change jar to buy bread. That's the truth. That's not going to go away. We both feel like it'll be gone tomorrow, Kicks Brooks concurred. Their first album, Brand New Man, went triple platinum, three million in sales. Their follow-up, hard-working man, is close to matching that feat. The just-released Waiting on Sundown features the hot debut single and video, She's Not the Cheating Kind, which, by the way, was one of my favorite uh, B&D songs. Brooks and Dunn also contributed to Asleep at the Wheels tribute album to Bob Willis. To the all-star AIDS Benefit album, Red Hot Country, and to the star-studded tribute albums to Merle Haggard called Mama's Hungry Eyes and the Eagles' Common Thread. Now, Common Thread, man, it sold millions of uh, albums, and and I had the Common Thread album where uh, all these country stars came together and uh, covered an Eagles song. It was such a good record. It had Tanya Tucker on there, Little Texas, Diamond Rio, and, and of course, Travis Tritt's Take It Easy. And Vince Gill was on there and so many other artists. So if you've never heard of that record, uh, definitely look it up and and download it because it's so good. Continuing on, the Grammy-winning duo has six number one singles, and this is in 1994. They've already had six number one singles, and here they are. Brand New Man, My Next Broken Heart, Neon Moon, Boots Good and Boogie, She Used to Be Mine, and That Ain't No Way to Go. To top it off, they designed one of the hottest selling pieces of western clothing, their trademark flame shirt, offered by the Panhandle Slim Clothing Company. How many of you remember that uh, that flame shirt that uh, they used to have? You know, it, it had the flames going up, and if you look it up, just put it in your Google machine, Brooks and Dunn, Brooks and Dunn Flame Shirts. Uh, from the 90s, and you'll see what I'm talking about. As a hobby, they've become heavy-footed legends, 
race car drivers. They compete in Nashville October 13th in the Mark Colley Celebrity Race for the Juvenile Diabetes Foundation, then plan to run a road race in early November at Caesars Palace in Las Vegas. We're having a 53-foot show trailer built that will go to car shows and fairs, Brooks said. Our cars will be in there, and video units will show racing as well as concert footage. Now, Ronnie Dunn and his wife, Janine, expect in late October to welcome their new daughter into the world. It's her first child, his third child. Kix and his wife, Barbara, have two children, Molly and Eric. Brooks and Dunn get along famously. They're neighbors in Brentwood, Tennessee, but they originally balked at teaming up. Tim Du Bois, head of Ariston Nashville, united them in the summer of 1990 to write songs and to see if they had any chemistry. Then he prodded them to work together in the studio. Ronnie and I both had always run our own bands and been solo artists and always had our egos set in that direction, explained Kicks. It just kind of took us by surprise. It wasn't what we wanted to do. They signed with the label in 1991, mainly out of desperation, confided the six-foot-two Brooks of Shreveport, Louisiana. We had a blast making the first record. Our first single was a hit, and everything just started working. All of a sudden, you just kind of forget about what your prior ambitions were, and you just try to hang on to the horse you're riding. Good timing has been a key ingredient to their success. Talent is just one small piece of it, said Brooks. There's a lot of pieces, such as who you work with. But it's uncanny how lucky we've been with timing. The right singles have come out at the right time. Sales and awards and all that. We couldn't, have, we couldn't have predicted that the Judds were going to fold, Dunn said of another case of good timing. When it happened, the industry's duo awards that had automatically gone to the mother-daughter team became Brooks and Dunn's exclusive property. Okay, so what he's saying is uh, when the Judds uh, disbanded, and I believe that was in 91, uh, that's when Brooks and Dunn came out. So the hottest duo for years the duo that had been winning award after award after award and selling millions of albums the Judds they had um, disbanded and now there's a new duo in town and that's Brooks and Dunn and of course they won duo of the year many many times over check this out Now, what I'm about to read you is uh, it, it we're going into uh, the things that started taking place the past four years from 94, okay? But it's evolved now to where we don't even look at the duo category, insisted uh, Ronnie Dunn. And Ronnie Dunn was actually born in Coleman, Texas, and he was raised in Tulsa, Tulsa Oklahoma. You have to go beyond that, he said. You have to stop saying, I'm a duo. You have to go, okay, wait a minute. I'm an act in country music. I want to play with everybody in the whole arena and not get stuck with just being a duo. 
That's why it's so important and such a nice stroke to have been nominated for Entertainer of the Year again this year. It's a little pat on the back that tells you you're doing all right, which they were. They were nominated for Entertainer of the Year. We want our show and our level of entertainment to be in the same ballpark with Reba, Allen, Vince, or Garth, concurred Brooks. Because back then, people, some of the hottest acts they were, it was Reba McIntyre, Alan Jackson, Vince Gill, Garth Brooks. And so what Kicks Brooks is saying is we want our show to be the same level of entertainment in the same ballpark as those artists. The Turbo Tonkers have no worries there. At mid-year, they ranked second to Reba McIntyre as country music's top touring act. It takes five trucks three buses, and 45 employees to deliver their high-energy, their high crowd-pleasing shows that evolved from both rock and country ancestry. We'd be the first to say we were influenced by rock acts such as, as much as country acts, said Ronnie Dunn. Clapton, the Stones, the Eagles, big time. On the other hand, Haggard, Jones, Tammy Wynette, Loretta Lynn were always on the radio in my house. And that's what Ronnie Dunn was saying. They remember precisely when they joined Stardom's ranks. Now check this out. This is cool. This is from 1992. It was an outdoor show in Kansas City. We didn't have an opening act. It was just Brooks and Dunn, and we played in the plaza. Over 40,000 people showed up, and it just blew us away to look out and see that sea of people. We had played a ton of bars that year and were used to playing for 500 to 2,000 people. We were just laughing at each other. What are all these people doing here? There must be a fair or something going on. They couldn't have just come down here to see us. It really turned our heads. This is just a dream that has that was always kind of out of reach for us. Something that has that was never going to happen and bang, all of a sudden it did, Brooks stated. They've had some wild moments in the last three years. In Washington, Washington, D.C., excuse me, a young couple finally got to the head of the autograph line. The man whipped a diamond ring out of his pocket and proposed to his girlfriend right in front of their heroes. They were once asked to stop in the middle of Neon Moon so a fan could propose to his girlfriend. There was also the concert where a female fan pleaded for Brooks to autograph her shirt. I couldn't do it in the middle of the song, so she just pulled her shirt off and threw it up to me. I've never taken so long to sign my name, he confessed with a grin. Brooks and Dunn are still amazed how their fans behave when they meet them. They act like we're someone from another planet or treat us like big stars, Brooks exclaimed. We're, We're still... We just feel like it was yesterday, he said, that we got on the bus for the first time. We are still fans ourselves, is what it boils down to. We're not ready to get on the other side, so to speak. Now, that's the end of the article, but isn't that cool? That's just so, it's, it's awesome to read uh, about them from 1994 and to kind of get a glimpse into what it was like uh, for them over the course of those four years from 91 to 94 hearing about what songs they had out at that point in time and and to hear about the awards that they were nominated for and to hear about those uh, crazy 
fan stories uh, that took place in that point in time in, in their career. Uh, but yeah, they were country music's number one duo, and uh, they were one of the hottest acts out on the road at that time. So yeah, that's Brooks and Dunn for you from 1994. That's them in a nutshell of those four years, and especially 94. Which brings me to this. In 1994, we had the Academy of Country Music Awards, and in the fall, we have the we had the Country Music Awards, the CMA Awards that are so big. So I wanted just to go over a few of the awards that some of the artists at that time won. Okay, we're going to go over uh, the ACM Awards, which are in the spring, and then we'll go over the Country Music Awards, the CMA Awards, which are in the fall, and see if there's any difference. Now, when I read you some of these recipients of these awards, uh, maybe it'll kind of just take you back in time uh, to a better time, in my opinion, in music when songs were songs and you knew who the artist was. Okay, so the ACM Awards, check this out. That year, the video of the year went to Garth Brooks for The Red Strokes. Now, The Red Strokes was never a huge single, but the video was so incredible and ahead of its time that it was nominated for video of the year and it won it if you've never seen that video called the red strokes my uh, strong suggestion is that you put that in your YouTube machine type in the red strokes Garth Brooks and watch that video from beginning to end uh, the way that Garth uh, Brooks captivates an audience by looking at that camera is uh, it's hard for anyone to to duplicate that because he was such uh, uh, so he was he was at the forefront of music videos. I'm telling you, he had some of the greatest and most innovative videos in the '90s. Now, the top new vocal duo or group that year it went to the group. The Mavericks. How many of you remember the Mavericks? Now, Trisha Yearwood was married to one of the Mavericks back in the day. But the Mavericks had a few good songs, and, and they, they never made it to that uh, Diamond Rio little Texas status, but they had several hits um, that, you know, if you want to throw it into YouTube, you can look up some of their greatest hits, and you'll probably probably... Uh, recognize some of them. One of my favorite Maverick songs was Oh What a Thrill. So if you have a chance today, check that song out. Oh What a Thrill. Alright, top new female vocalist at the ACM Awards that year was Shelly Wright. Top new male vocalist. Now this will tell you how long ago this was. The top new male vocalist that year was Tim McGraw. Tim McGraw. Top vocal group that year was the Mavericks. So they won top new vocal group and the top vocal group. Top vocal duo, none other than Brooks and Dunn. The top female vocalist was Reba McIntyre. The top male vocalist of the year was Alan Jackson. Album of the year went to Tim McGraw for Not A Moment Too Soon. How many of you actually had that record, Not A Moment Too Soon? I mean, it sold millions and millions and millions. And I remember when that record came out, 
and the hits that were on it. Um, then the single of the year went to one of my favorite 90s male artists, John Michael Montgomery, with the song, I Swear. That was the single of the year. Now, the song of the year, which goes to the songwriters, was also, I Swear. What about that? And that went to the songwriters, Gary Baker and Frank Myers. And then the big one, the entertainer of the year, went to Reba. That's right. Reba McIntyre won the Entertainer of the Year at the ACMs in 1994. Now, let's keep on going. Now, that fall, this is my favorite award show, the Country Music Awards, the, the CMA Awards. I keep saying that. Uh, it's it's the big one. You know, the CMAs are also who host uh, the, the big CMA Fest in Nashville in June each year, which is awesome, by the way, if you've never been. So let's see how different... The CMA Awards are. All right. For the CMA Awards, they have an award called Musician of the Year. And that year it went to Mark O'Connor. Vocal Event of the Year went to Reba McIntyre and Linda Davis for the song Does He Love You? Music Video of the Year Martina McBride, Independence Day. Man, this is just taking, taking us back in time and just bringing back memories as I'm reading some of this. The Horizon Award, which is like New Artist of the Year, that year went to John Michael Montgomery. The Vocal Group of the Year, Diamond Rio. So the Vocal Group of the Year for the ACM Awards, the Academy of Country Music Awards, went to the Mavericks. And here at the CMA Awards, it went to Diamond Rio. And if you hadn't listened, if you have not listened to the podcast last week when I had Dana Williams from Diamond Rio on, it's a must listen to. You'll love it. It's very, it's, it, he's very entertaining. Female vocalist of the year. Check this out. Pam Tillis. What about that? The, uh, female vocalist of the year winner, Pam Tillis. I saw her a few months ago in concert. She did an acoustic show, and man, it's just it's it was so good. She sang all of her hits. She still sounds like she did in 1994, but it was. It, it, I remember when she won Female Vocalist of the Year. I sure do. The Male Vocalist of the Year, Vince Gill. Vince Gill. What about that? Now Vince used to use, win a lot of CMA awards, um, and of course he is has that distinctive voice like none other. And he still sounds incredible. And of course, he actually is touring with the Eagles in the in their band. Album of the year went to one I, I mentioned earlier, and that's Common Thread: The Songs of the Eagles. So that's a sign you need to go download that album today. Uh, it's so good, and you'll really appreciate all the artists from the '90s that were on the album. Single of the year, also. I swear, John Michael Montgomery, so he won it at both award shows. Song of the Year, however, was different. And that was Chattahoochee with Alan Jackson. Now, Alan wrote that song with Jill McBride. And I remember when that song came out. I mean, if you didn't have that, it's like everybody had that record. And that record that Chattahoochee was on was called A Lot About Living and A Little About Love. And the music video where Alan is skiing 
on the lake in his jeans. I mean, it's just it's it, the the memories of uh, being a, a kid listening to these songs and, and remembering when uh, CMT actually played music videos. You know, and music videos were such a huge part of an artist's career. I remember it. And I'm sure you do too. Right when I said Chattahoochee, you remember it. You, it takes you back to that music video. Entertainer of the Year was Vince Gill in 1994. And that was from the Country Music Association Awards. And Vince Gill used to host the CMA Awards year after year. And of course, recently... For the past several years, the hosts have been Brad Paisley and Carrie Underwood, which do which they do a great job. They're they're hilarious. But yeah, anyway, that that takes us through both award shows that year. Uh, it takes us through Brooks and Dunn's career that year, where they were at. Kind of gives you a a flashback picture of what all was going on with them, and and it it just it does. I'm telling you, this, reading stuff like this and 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 taking that throwback to a year like 1994 and it just it brings up good memories for me uh it brings up uh times when i would be in my uh vehicle uh driving down the road or cruising town and these songs you know where you were when you heard some of these songs and it brings back great memories and that's one reason i love doing this show called throwback country music for that reason because it is it's it's so it's just a, it was a different time, a different time. And I'm telling you, how awesome is it to, to reminisce, right? Well, this week's show is brought to you by Kaya Vineyards and Winery. Uh, now, you've heard the commercial, and if you are someone who loves traveling, I highly recommend going to Dahlonega, Georgia, visiting their winery, and also check out the event, which is on the commercial, about their big, uh, their the, their festival coming up, uh, all about Jeeps. It's it's going to be fun. It's going to be a really fun day, and you're going to hear great music, uh, great food. Uh, it's just going to be such a fun time. So if you are in the area, or if you want to travel Dahlonega is a beautiful little town in the North Georgia mountains, and you will love it. Now, I also have what I call my local sponsors. My local sponsors are right here in my hometown, and they support me and this podcast as well. So my local sponsors are these people right here. Let's go with it. Life's a Party, Party Rental Company, uh, Hyman Brown Insurance, Olivia Freeman with Keller Williams Realty, the Hard Agree team, and Atlanta Partners, Chris Edwards with the Skincare Line at Rodan and Fields, Simmons Heating and Air, Little Ward Funeral Home, Will Banks Law Firm, El Perian, Mexican Restaurant, Deer Trail Country Club. All of these sponsors keep me going, keep me motivated to keep bringing you this podcast. And this podcast is nationwide. We are also, of course, in the United Kingdom. And I want to give a shout out to my Canadian listeners as well. Uh, Last week, I did a live acoustic show on, on our Facebook page. And we had listeners all over the country tuning in. 
and I'm talking about from Ohio, Colorado, um, and then right here in the southeast as well, as well Florida and Georgia. And then we had uh, someone from the United Kingdom chime in, and uh, we had uh, a fan from Ontario, Canada. So that was really cool to, to have people all over the world tuning in to the live acoustic show. And if you've never done that before, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. We do, uh, every now and then, I'll do a, a live acoustic show of 90s country uh, where I just play and sing. We have a little jam session right in my living room, and it's it's always a lot of fun. So if you have never done that, be sure you go to our Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash throwback country music. And you can also go to facebook.com forward slash Brit Jones Music. And my name has one T. That's Brit Jones Music. You can also email me at B as in boy Jones. B Jones at throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com. And you can email me your suggestions for the show, how much you enjoyed uh, today's episode of 1994 and Brooks and Dunn. And you can also visit us on the web at throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com. Now, throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com has links to all of the artists that I've interviewed over the, over the past several months. If, you have, uh, if you're just now joining us on Throwback, you can go to my website, which, like I said, is throwbackcountrymusicpodcast.com, and you'll see a link on the home page. It says, click here to listen. It'll take you to all of the interviews. And you can catch up. <coughs> Excuse me. Now, um, the the interviews that I've had so far, here's just a few of them to, to get your curiosity sparked. Lori Morgan, okay? T. Graham Brown, John Barry, Wade Hayes, Shenandoah, Restless Heart, Diamond Rio, Blackhawk, Jamie O'Neill, Thompson Square, He Hauls, Lulu Roman. Deborah Allen, and so many more. Check out the archives, listen to them whenever you want, wherever you are, and you'll be in for a treat because these are artists from, of course, the 80s, mainly 90s, and even early 2000s, and you'll enjoy it very much. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this show. Thank you for downloading this show, and thank you for telling your friends about us. When, we, when I get off here, I want you to do me a favor. Please, go to uh, wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you're, on, if, you have, uh, if you're on Apple Podcasts or iTunes, you have an iPhone, you'll see my little icon. You'll see the throwback, how you're listening to it. Scroll down, give me that, uh, press that fifth star. That gives us a good rating. Write a short review. All you got to do is say, I loved the show today. Great program. Uh, or, or write about one of the artists that you've heard me interview. What you thought about the show. That helps the podcast uh, continue to grow and to reach more people in this country and all around the world. Like I said earlier, uh, we're growing in the United Kingdom. We're growing in Australia and Canada and Ireland. And, of course, right here in the USA. So thank you for downloading us. Thank you for hitting that subscribe button right there on the podcast page. It doesn't take long to do all that. So I really, really appreciate you taking the time 
and helping me out. Have a great week, and I will be right back here next week with an interview with an incredible guy, uh, such a nice guy, Radney Foster. You remember him? He had the big song, uh, the, the song that sticks out to me uh, in my mind is the song he put out in the 90s called Nobody Wins. And a lot of you, right when I said that, you remember it, you know. Um, Nobody wins, we both lose, hearts get broken and love gets bruised. That was such a good song, and actually, uh, something you may not know about that single is when he recorded that in the studio, he had Mary Chapin Carpenter, another 90s uh, female artist and hit maker. She sang background vocals on that, and uh, so yeah, that's a great song, but look up Radney Foster, and you'll be uh, surprised at how many contributions he has made in country music, especially in the 90s. Well, thank you so much. Have a great week, and... Be right back here next week for my interview with Rodney Foster. Have a good one. God bless you.